Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles. I'm one of the pastors here at First Family Church, and glad you've joined us for this episode. Just our weekly reminder that the Extra Point Podcast is our a normal opportunity for us to take a look at the previous week's text and to provide some further application, uh, deeper insight, additional observation. And today we're doing that in light of 1 Peter chapter 5, uh, verses 12 to 14. And if you recall, we showed uh, as we kind of landed the plane of the sermon that the sequence of the two phrases that close verse 12 the sequence of those phrases is just as important as what's in the phrases. Do you recall the two phrases that uh, Peter says, this is the true grace of God, and so then he says, stand firm in it. And, and they must go in that order because true grace is what enables a firm stance. We said it like this, that it's God's grace that gives us the grit to go the distance. So understand that we're going to look a little further at what is the doctrine that that summarily and succinctly kind of states all of this together. What is it that um, that we kind of put our hands around doctrinally that incorporates this true grace uh, and this firm stance? Well, a doctrine that we were referring to and that we were speaking of, and we didn't go into any detail much yesterday because we were ending the sermon. Um, and so it wasn't really the point to go into a doctrinal, you know, uh, exhortation about what these words pointed to, but really what it's talking about is the perseverance of the saints. And we did allude to it a little bit. If you recall, we talked about how it's always grace and then grit, that God always enables what He commands, and that true saints always truly endure and persevere. And so if you know God's grace, you will have a firm stance. Uh, essentially, we were simply laying out for our people the doctrine of the perseverance of the saints, that, that God's people will endure to and through the end. Uh, be aware that there are some other terms used within this doctrinal category. Um, some refer to this as eternal security. Uh, some use the word assurance when they're speaking of this indicating that when difficult things happen, when we're tested uh, and tried, when we suffer for righteousness' sake and we maintain our faith, we stay uh, faithful, you know, we hold on to what we have confessed, then it's indication, it's a moment of assurance that we truly belong to God. Other ones have used, like I said, the word eternal security, indicating that it's one of the ways that we know that um, we have eternal life, uh, because we hold fast to our confession. So all of these terms have been used to really talk about this concept that uh, God's true children will endure to the end. Those who know God's true grace will always have a firm stance. It doesn't mean that there won't be moments when perhaps we feel weak uh, or like we're faltering or may, there may be a sense of mushiness at times. But the end result will always be that God's true people will remain true all the way to the end. This, of course, is in contrast to a system of beliefs that would say you can lose your salvation. Um, we do not hold to that here, nor do I think the Bible teaches that. 
I think the Bible is clear that it is God who saves and it is God who keeps us saved all the way to the end. Furthermore, this is why I think when we're discussing um, eternal security, uh, things within that grouping, it's important that we define uh, who brings about the eternal security. And sometimes it's been said that eternal security is simply that once saved, always saved. And I think a better way to word it is to say, when God saves, He keeps us saved. That's a better, perhaps more biblical way to understand eternal security or the perseverance of the saints. Let me be quick to point out that those on the other side of this argument, or even those who do believe in eternal security but wonder about those who seem to fall away, you know, they often say, well, it seems that you can lose your salvation, or it seems like you can you know, give back what perhaps you, you once owned. And they look at apostasy or the act of apostatizing as that moment in which someone loses something they had. And my understanding of Scripture and my belief from the Bible is that this um, this phenomenon that occurs in someone who, and, and sometimes the current word is deconstructs, but someone who falls away, apostatizes, they never really were truly born again. This is why we maintain that those who are truly saved, God keeps them saved all the way to the end, and then those that fall away, they just give evidence they were never truly born again. Let me also remind you that this does raise the stakes when it comes to the um, issue of pretending uh, or, or thinking that we're born again and, and trusting uh, false evidence and false reasons for our salvation, putting um, confidence in the flesh or putting any kind of stock into maybe what we think we've done for ourselves. Those will eventually fall away. Um, that won't last, and it will be shown that we've been trusting the wrong foundation all along. We've been standing on sinking sand. But those who put their trust in Christ as the only way to be reconciled to God, those who are truly born again will truly last all the way to the end, and there won't be a moment in which they fall away or apostatize and give indication they never really were born again. So all of this was kind of tied into this idea yesterday that the true grace of God is what empowers a firm stance for God, and this firm stance lasts all the way to the end. One of the practical reasons I bring this up is because I'm personally convinced that what one believes and thinks about the perseverance of the saints is a pointer to to how they see God and His work in salvation. Let me see if I can word that another way to bring some even even further clarity. Um, The perseverance of the saints and seeing that God keeps those that He saves, which Jude 24, uh, excuse me, Jude 24 and 25, which that clearly states, understanding the perseverance of the saints really highlights God's um, complete sovereign role in salvation. And so I'm always going to be an advocate of doctrine and beliefs that highlight what really happens in salvation. It's God saving people by His will, 
It's God's power, not ours. It's God's work, not ours. And beliefs and systems and and thoughts that speak against the perseverance of the saints that teach you can lose your salvation, you can give it back, you can fall away in the sense that uh, you once were saved and now you're not, or you can return and get it when you want to. Those really minimize God's role in salvation, and then they unfortunately maximize man's role. And I'm just leery and uh, uncomfortable, to be frank with you, with systems of thought or um, beliefs that minimize God's role in salvation and maximize man's. We are the glad recipients of God's true grace. Um, the Bible multiple times says that salvation belongs or is sourced by the Lord. So I think the perseverance of the saints is one of those doctrines that really, again, shows us the greatness and the majesty and the sovereign power of God Almighty of saving people, truly saving people, and then truly keeping them all the way to and through the end. It's His uh, work from start to finish. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the uh, captain of our salvation. Um, And so these are just um, thoughts and and, um, um, ways for you to understand that the perseverance of the saints is a a key understanding, an important doctrine when it comes to the overall work of salvation, because this specific doctrine really maximizes and lifts up and exalts the Lord our Savior. One last practical, even pastoral note about the perseverance of the saints, I would just strongly urge all of our listeners, all First Family folks, to um, examine themselves to see if they're in the faith. This was the instruction. Uh, this is the instruction in the epistles uh, to those early Christians, and, and this is important because as we look now to our future, as we look ahead to the years to come, as we know we are in the last days, as we know that the end uh, is near, as Peter said, as we look at what's ahead, it will be very important to know that you will stand that you will endure, that you'll remain true. And the way to know that you will remain true in the face of testing, persecution, suffering for righteousness' sake, the way to know that you'll stand true is to know that you uh, have the true grace of God and that your grit in those moments will come from God's grace, not your own energy or power or self-esteem or positive thinking, but instead from true gospel uh, grip from from the grip of God on your life that will give you the grit to stand in the toughest of times. And I just want to remind you, we don't know what's ahead. We don't know what persecution may look like, what it may cost us, the price that it that we may pay for following Jesus. Uh, but that is ahead for God's people in some way. Through tribulation, uh, we enter the kingdom of God. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're curious about how do I guarantee that I'll stand true all the way to the end, what can I do to to ensure that my stance is firm? The key to that is to be sure that you know Christ, that you know God, that you've placed your feet on the true gospel of grace, that Jesus lived and died and was raised for uh, our forgiveness and justification, and that by believing 
in Christ alone, repentance of sin and believing in Christ alone, God then saves us by His grace and mercy. Knowing that grace and standing on that grace guarantees that as things worsen and as uh, suffering and persecution heightens, you will remain true all the way to the end because true grace always leads to a firm stance. Let's rejoice together in this doctrine that we pointed to last Sunday, this um, orthodox belief that we referred to. Let's rejoice in it together today that all who are truly born again will persevere to the end, and only those who persevere to the end have been truly born again. God's true people always truly endure to the end because His grace gives them the grit to go the distance.